What's going on, everybody? This is Nick with the Electric Juice Podcast. Uh, today, we've got another great interview with my man, Chris Raley, a.k.a. on Instagram. His handle is Route9Signs. This is the gentleman who makes custom miniature signs. Um, you're thinking replicas of like signs such as like Disneyland, uh, neon signs, maybe something you might see in Las Vegas or something in California, old bowling, uh, bowling alley signs. There's like a whole community of people that really get into kind of like the sign, uh, the, the art and architectural work of uh, old school neon signs. There's a whole community about it. And Chris, what he does is he figured out a way to basically make exact replicas of these signs and do commission work for people. Um, he gets into the whole story of how he got into it, um, the kind of the motivation that got him, um, you know, kind of his love for these signs and kind of how he started building them. Very cool stuff. Um, it's something actually I tried to do a few times um, many years ago, and it's pretty tough. Um, he talks about how it, it took him a long time to figure out how to do it exactly, um, and I can imagine how long it took him because I tried it and was I didn't go so well. But anyways, this guy's the master at it. Um, you know, finding a, a niche, a niche, niche, niche um, art, and just completely mastering it is you know I love it. It's great. Um, I love talking to people who can, uh, you know, just, you know, a lot of times when you look at artwork, it's, you know, like a lot of the questions I get, I know uh, Chris has gotten his like, how, you know, where do I start? How do I get into it? You know, it's, it's one of the most common questions that we get as artists. You know, I've gone this over in, in previous podcasts. It's always, you just have to stick with it. And that's what Chris shows. He stuck it with it, with it for years before actually getting to the level where he's at. Um, where he can make commission work and just absolutely everything that he does on his Instagram is just, he na- he nails it. He nails it. All these signs look exactly like the real thing. They're so cool. And it was a pleasure and honor to talk to him. Um, so yeah, let's just get right into it, guys. It's a uh, it's a beefcake of an episode. Um, I had so much fun. And if you do like this podcast, make sure to give it a five-star rating on Apple iTunes. It helps find those modelers, artists, Find it when they're looking for that new podcast to listen to while they're working on their projects. Um, I greatly appreciate it. So please welcome my man, Chris Rayleigh. All right, Chris, we are live on the podcast today awesome. on this. Uh, what what day is this? The fifth, the sixth, I think. Yeah, something. But anyways, the fifth. You you uh you came recommended to me by Damien when I did his interview. In it. And plus, I've been following your work for a while now. Anyways, because I was trying to figure out how to make signs, and you came. I don't know. I somehow I found you. I don't know if it was through another. Somebody recommended me, but uh, yeah, love your work. Let's talk about it. Uh, how did you get into the uh, the the sign the sign business? Oh my gosh! Well, um, it has kind of turned into a, a bit of a business, but it, it started out just as a as a hobby, as a, a creative outlet. Um, you know, it, it's it's like the like the tip of the iceberg. Though there's so many things that have that have happened in the past over the last, you know, couple of decades that have wound me, you know, have put me here at this point. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's just, a, it's, I've always been a maker of things. And um, yeah, so I, I, I landed on making signs a few years ago, uh, just as uh, just something fun to do. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. a stay at home dad, and I'm sure, you know, we can touch on that. But um I just I kind of found my my niche my calling in in making miniature signs and um, I don't know if I should go you want me to kind of go back and kind of tell how I, yes. how I got there okay oh yeah um, oh yeah okay well I'm I'm 
uh, an Air Force veteran. I was an aircraft mechanic for years, uh, 90s into the early 2000s. So I have a mechanical background. Um, so I'm always been tinkering. I've, I've done some woodworking and things like that. But um, I have a son. He's almost 14 now. But uh, I have a son with severe autism and also epilepsy. And I'm a stay-at-home dad to him. And, you know, there's a lot of downtime. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of just kind of hanging out with him. And, and, you know, I, I'm, I'm not good at sitting and reading. My mind doesn't work well that way. And I, I don't own a video game system, so I don't do that. So I, I'm always wanting to, to make things with my hands. And about, I guess, probably close to 10 years ago, we started doing like autism walks and things like that with my, with our, with our son. It was like our only social outlet we were real isolated at the time, but uh, there was a booth set up and there was somebody selling autism awareness jewelry. And I thought, oh, I want to get something where to wear to show support for my son. And they had this little plastic bracelet thing and I bought it and the next day it broke. It was a piece of crap and just cheap plastic. And I thought, well, you know, I could, I could make something. That would be something I could do. I could, maybe I could make something for myself. And I, I went online and started exploring like Etsy. Etsy was kind of relatively new at that point, but there was nothing really out there that, that I would wear like a pendant or anything that I would want to wear is mostly geared towards women and more feminine type of stuff. And so I just started kind of tinkering uh, with polymer clay and things like that. And I started making this autism awareness jewelry and that was a lot of fun. I, I And I actually set out to do that kind of with the intention of selling, actually trying to make a little bit of money. Uh, times were, were rough, you know, the, we were, you know, the recession and, and all of that. My my wife was working. I was, um, I just finished up school, but couldn't work because of our son. So this was a, a, something that I tried to do to make a little bit of money on the side. And as I did that, I gained a few skills. I, I gained some tools, a, a vinyl cutter, a laser cutter because I, I started doing some wooden jewelry and um, that was fun and all. And over the course of about five years, I, I think I sold a little over 2000 pieces mm-hmm. um, through my, my shop or at, at various booths and shows that I would set up. But it, I think I probably, if you, if I were to able to, to look at it, I, maybe I broke even over those years because I, I spent a lot of time and money with not a whole lot of return. And, it's pretty. Um, it's, it's pretty tough to uh, to get a re- to get a good decent return. It's pretty tough with crafty and stuff. I know that. And and the problem and and this isn't a knock on anybody, but you know, as uh, I don't know if you know anybody who has a, a, any families with, with children with special needs, but a lot of times it's it's a single parent situation, or it is one parent is working and the other parent is staying home taking care of the child because that's what the mm-hmm. child needs and those folks you know a 20 dollar pendant to someone like that which is about what i would sell them for plus five to ship it you know that's actually asking quite a bit of somebody who's maybe on one income raising right. several kids and they have a child you know so sure mm-hmm. i was trying to we were in that situation and i was and i was trying to sell this jewelry, you know, to, to people who were in our situation or even worse. Um, so it was, it was very, uh, it was, it was kind of, I, I understood it. I never really got mad because I, mm-hmm. I understood because I was in, I was in the same boat, but more than that, it started to, uh, creatively, it started to, um, 
kind of burn itself out. There's only so much that I could do. Uh, a lot of the jewelry was based around puzzle pieces, which is the symbol for autism awareness. And there's only so much that you can do with a puzzle piece before you start to just run out of ideas. And yeah. so as a, and I like, I like learning and growing and getting better at things. And, and I started to, uh, a couple of things happened. I started to lose the fire to do it anymore. I started having vision issues. Uh, my, my retinas started falling apart and I was having, um, I was trying to not go blind, essentially. Uh, major eye surgeries, um, four or five that temporarily blinded me in each eye, you know, back and forth for a while. But that made it really hard. It took away my depth perception and it took away my ability to see straight lines. So it made it hard for me to really work on the jewelry. Plus the fact I was just burned out. So I, I, I would start and stop the Etsy shop. Every few months I would, I would get burned out and I would stop. And then I would bring it back because I needed some sort of outlet. But so while I did that though, I, I acquired some tools and some skills that I, I now had a laser cutter and my vinyl cutter and uh, a lot of time on my hands. And, you know, we were pretty isolated. We didn't get to go out and do a whole lot, but I, I did a lot of kind of virtual road trips online. Um, looking at, I've always been to, been into roadside attractions and things like that. And um, coming across a website, uh, roadsidearchitecture.com, Deborah Jane Seltzer's website. And it lists pretty much every neon sign in the, in the U.S. she has documented. And it's just this, this amazing website. She's driven around the country taking photographs of these signs. And so I started, I started looking at like Fresno, I'm like, wow, Fresno, where, I, where I'm from, you know, there are some signs here that I, that I recognize, that I, I've seen. I know these because I drive past them. And I started noticing that there were other people not from Fresno, people that I was, you know, I started looking on Instagram. It's like, oh, wow, there's been 30 other people take pictures of the, the Astro Motel, for example, which was my, my favorite sign. But these are people from all around the world that know this sign. And I thought, well, I didn't know that anybody other than me really paid attention to it because it's just this old kind of abandoned motel off the freeway. So while the jewelry was dying, this other little thing was starting to, to build up, this, this kind of interest in signs. Um, and then I started, you know, I started following, um, I don't know who followed who first, if Damien followed me first or if I followed Damien first. Um, I do not remember, but I do remember him reaching out and saying, you know, what you went, like he said on the podcast that your son doesn't know what you're doing, but, but keep doing it. Um, but I started following Damien and I was scrolling back on his Instagram right now. And I can remember seeing things of his back into like 2017 on Instagram mm -hmm. before I'd even thought about doing the route nine signs or while I was still had my, I still have a, a, a different Instagram account, an old one for my jewelry. But I started noticing or I started seeing what he was doing. I've always liked miniatures. I mean, who doesn't? But I thought, you know, I'm I'm going to give this a shot. I, I bought a, a cutting mat and some paper and I would ask Damien about about, you know, the what type of paper and what type of glue. And, and you know, just a, an incredibly a generous uh, with his time and, and, and everything. And, and he kind of told me a little bit how he how he did it. And so I tinkered with it and I pretty soon found out that the way he does it with the paper and the glue and, and all that just wasn't for me. Um, the way my eyes are, um, again, I'm, I'm kind of blind in my left eye. 
Um, and I'm, I'm pushing 50. So um, my fine motor skills aren't what, what, you know, they should be. And um, so I started thinking, well, I, I want to make these things. I want to make miniatures, but how do I, how do I take the tools that I have and, and do that? How do I, I get into like a digital design? So I just took some of the, the techniques that I used for making my jewelry and started tinkering. Um, probably mid 2017, I made my first little miniature thing out of wood, just a little mm -hmm. tiny Astro Motel sign. And um, I didn't know what to do with it. It was, you know, it was like a, a, a dog chasing a car. It's like, once you catch it, what do you do with it? I had no idea what to do other than just keep building on it. And um, I'd started a few projects and I never finished them. There was no, there was never any um, real reason to, to get all the way to the end. I, I never had a real purpose to, to, there was, I, I was kind of aimlessly just doing things. And then I decided, you know what, I'm going to set a goal for myself. I'm going to make a sign for someone and give it to them. That is going to be my goal. I'm going to go start to finish. I'm going to make a sign. And um, there's a buddy of mine. He's an autism dad in Bakersfield, a guy named Grant. And um, Grant would set up, uh, in memory of his late father, he would set up, a, he called it Gary's Drive-In. It was a, um, he would set up a movie screen in his backyard and his wife and his son, they would watch movies in their backyard. And he had a banner that said Gary's Drive-In. And I thought, that's what I'll do. I will make a, a, a replica of a, of a drive-in movie theater sign and I'll call it Gary's Drive-In. I'll talk to his wife. I'll find out what his favorite movies are and I'll put them on the marquee and I will just make it and send it to him. Just out, out of nowhere, out of the blue, a gift. And it took me about a year to figure out how to do it because, again, I didn't know exactly how to incorporate the laser or, or, or anything. I didn't know anything about design. But I made this little sign and I sent it to him and he flipped. He, he loved it. And um, I thought, you know, that was really neat. I want to do that again. And um, I was about to go see, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the show, Mystery Science Theater 3000, but um, I was going to see the live show up in San Jose, a live tour in the, um, it was late 2018. And I thought, well, Mystery Science Theater, that has the, the word theater right, right in it. Why don't I make a movie theater sign, a Mystery Science Theater movie theater sign? And the, the original host, uh, Joel Hodgson and Jonah Ray, the current host, they were both on the live show. So I made a sign for, for Joel and I made a sign for Jonah. And I was going to be doing the meet and greet before the show and everything. So I spent about a month. Again, I, I busted out the laser this time and and I made a couple of signs and I based them off of real signs and from Southern California, but I made these two other signs and I took them up there and I, and I was able to give them to them in San Jose. And I, I started sharing those on Instagram and they started getting attention. Uh, people mm -hmm. started chiming in saying, oh, well, that's really cool. And still, I had no idea I was going to be making making signs to, you know, on any like any large scale. Mm -hmm. But I started thinking, okay, well, let me, I've, I've made three signs now and I have nothing to show for it myself. I want to make something for me because I've given away the first three that I made. And um, so I started looking on the internet and I've been a real, I've always liked um, the space race. I've been a space nerd my whole life. And there are a few signs that combine like the space program, kind of the 60s era uh, Apollo program, um, 
kind of googie type of stuff. And so I, I found a, a couple of signs like that as in that inspired me and I made one, um, Apollo liquors. It's a, a liquor store in, in, I think it's in Minnesota somewhere. They have a really neat neon sign with, with, uh, some space theming on it. And so I made that and it's just, it, that was, um, that was the first one I made for myself and looking at it now, it's terrible, but it was, you know, it was, it was baby steps. It was just getting, um, you know, like you, like Damon said, you just have to do the thing. That was just me. I was just doing the thing. I didn't know what I was doing, but I was doing it. And, um, it's been pretty much nonstop since then, just, uh, learning new techniques. And, and I'd say around early January of 20, gosh, 2019, seems like a decade ago. Um, I had someone reach out and ask me to make a sign for them. And then, mm-hmm. um, so I, I did that. And then there's a museum in LA, uh, Valley Relics Museum it has a lot of pop culture, um, icon, uh, uh, pop culture items. Um, he, uh, Tommy Gelinas, he saved a lot of old vintage neon from the LA area. Uh, Tommy asked me to make a piece to sell in his gift shop. So I started getting a little bit of traction and it just is, has snowballed from there. Um, you know, that first year, 2019, I'm sorry, 20, I'm sorry, 2020 is just like, like, it's like this big wall. I have to jump over to, to, to think about anything that happened before 2020. Um, yeah, 2019, I made probably 20, 25 signs that, that people bought and, um, 2020, you know, I made uh, close to 60 signs that have gone out the door and I've already, yesterday I shipped two more. So, um, it's, it's really, it's, it's, it hasn't been, um, it wasn't anything I was expecting to do. It just, it's something that kind of happened and I've, I've embraced it. It's, it's opened my world up to a lot of really positive and creative people after, after being isolated, um, with autism, you know, my son, um, literally only having two or three actual local friends that I would even, uh, you know, that I would even talk to, um, mm-hmm. to now having friends who are sign people, friends who are artists, friends who are makers, you know, some of the people that I've really, really looked up to, um, have become friends of mine. And it's just, it's kind of crazy. Cause I'm just a, just a dude sitting at my house, making stuff, making a mess, trying to keep my wife from getting mad, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I know. Yeah. It's, uh, that's kind of, yeah, man, I, I hear you there. It's the, um, when you don't, Cause yeah, I'm, I'm just like you. I don't have anybody to talk about this stuff with, so that's why I reach out to you guys. Right. You know, it's the best way to communicate with like-minded folks. Um, with your signs, I know with my buildings, I'm sure your signs are the same way. The first, I think, well, you kind of told the story already. That first one took you like a year to figure out, but once you actually yeah. figure out the techniques, it's you can start making them a lot faster, right? Yes, you can. And it, that's the, um, that's the thing now is as I had somebody describe me as, as prolific and it's like, well, yeah, but I am kind of prolific, but it's taken me a while to get there. It's I have, because the things that used to take the most amount of time, the, how do I get a couple of, um, three eighths inch vertical posts? How do I get those to intersect with a base? How do I get them, you know, how do I get the holes in the base perfectly aligned so that when the posts go into the sign itself, 
they're actually aligned. Do I need to make a template? Do I need to make a guide? Am I out there on my drill press getting it wrong 10 times before everything lines up? Yeah. I've worked out all of those bugs so that I can now, if you know, I can knock out the the basic body and base of a sign, um, you know, give me a few hours on the computer and another hour on the laser and I can get a standing structure. It has no detail. It is just a wood standing structure, but mm-hmm. it took me a couple of years to figure out how to do that. So it's, sure, right. um, so, you know, I'm getting, it's, you have to, everything that I'm doing now, if, if it seems like I'm doing it really quickly, it's because it has occupied my, my thoughts, you know, for, for several years now. And I've, I've, I'm endlessly uh, experimenting learning mm-hmm. how to do these things. So if it looks, if, it, if that part looks easy, it's because I've worked hard to get to that point, to figure that out. Well, I mean, it's, uh, I, I think, and this is kind of when I talked to um, Felix Fernandez uh, a couple episodes ago, this is what we talked about. Uh, I think a good artist makes it look easy. They make it look like you can kind of, that anybody can do it. But then once you try right. to do it, I mean, it's a whole nother ball game when you don't know what right. you're doing, you actually try it. But an artist can make it look easy. Like when you watch a good band, sometimes you go up there like, yeah. oh, you know, I think I can, I know how to play guitar. I can do that. And then you're like, right. yeah, wait, wait a minute. No, I can't oh, do yeah. this. And so, Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I used to play the drums and I, I was mediocre at best, but I have a, a pretty good ear and you know, yeah, there's a difference when you, when you go see a, a you know, like when I saw uh, just like I saw Blink-182, you know, you see Travis Barker up there playing versus, you know, you go to, um, you go to a, a club and there's a, a little local band that's been together for three months and they're playing, you know, you can, you can, you can hear the, like the difference between like Travis, who's been doing this his whole life. That's his thing. And this other guy who's, who's got a day job and, and, you know, wife and kids and he, he, he plays a couple times a week and, you know, so Travis makes it, someone like him makes it look easy because that's literally all he, not literally all he does, but that is his thing. You know, he, he can devote to fully dive into that. So, um, Mm -hmm. you know, there, there are things that, that I, that I do that I think might look easy, but, um, it's, it's taken a lot of my brain power to, to get there. Do you, have you figured out one of the few things when I've tried to make work with sign, I mean, I'm, I'm absolutely horrendous at it, but, um, I mean, I haven't given it, I've given it probably. 2% 2% of the amount of thought as you had, but I've tried it a few times. And one thing I always wanted to incorporate is actual working neon lights in my miniature oh, signs. Is that, is that, can that, is that even possible? Cause I've let looked me. up and down about that. <laughs> the, let, me, let me go, let me go get my soapbox for a second. Um, <clears throat> you know, there are, I'd say about once a week, I have somebody ask me, do your signs light up? Yeah. And, I don't mind any someone asking me if my signs light up. It's when people tell me, "Hey, you should light up your signs. Here's a link to some EL wire on Amazon. You should do that." Because mm-hmm. they make it sound like it's just the easiest thing in the world. And I've spent I'm, I'm have you experimented with EL wire at all? Not um, the no, electroluminescent. I, no, 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 no. I will, I I've used no, I, I didn't go that far. I went like, I, there was like some, like, what is like, um, these like microfiber light things you kind of like wire, wire through, but it, right. it wasn't working. But. Yeah. And, and so I, I, um, I have had people ask me, I've, I've spent a few hundred dollars experimenting sure. with things like that. Um, and it's always ended up, uh, failing and, and 
you know, one of the things that I do is I try to capture, I try to capture the kind of the daytime look of, of the signs. I, um, neon is beautiful and I don't think there's any substitute for real neon. You know, EL wire comes, comes close. It looks neat, but some of the drawbacks to EL wire, um, is that it makes a lot of noise. It whines really. It's a real annoying, and I have tinnitus. I have ringing in my ears from being an aircraft mechanic for years. So EL wire has this, makes this screeching sound, but it also has a tendency to just drop dead on you out of the blue. Mm. There's a really mm. super fine wire that it runs around the, runs around the outer core. And if that little wire breaks, you're done. Your whole, it, it just quit. It quits from that yes. point on. And my, my big fear is if I were to make a sign that lit up and I put it in a box and I ship it out to somebody, say in New Jersey and they unbox it and they plug it in and it doesn't work. Now what? Now what do I do? Yeah. Yeah, and, right. and, and a sign that lights up is, is um, you, you have to wire it uh, with my depth perception issues, soldering. I, I might as well just be use a, a clothes, you know, like an iron or, or a blowtorch because I can't, I can't make those super fine little connections um, there's, there's, it would be really neat to be able to, to light signs, but, um, for me, the risk isn't worth it. Um, because there's so many things that are, that are beyond my control that can go wrong, um, that I, I don't really want to risk it. Um, you know, there, you can, you can, I, I made, and, and the, the thing, I guess if I were just making like, um, like old school plastic signs, like the blow molded signs that just have like a, a, you can put a strip of led tape inside it and light it up and backlight it. That's one thing that I, I could probably do that pretty reliably, but what's, my LED, signs ha- what's, what's led tape. What's that? Well, it's, 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 well, it's like a, like a, um, it's, it's a, basically a, a strip of, of adhesive with, uh, with little leds. You can buy them. I think they sell it number of little lights per foot is how they do it. But um, it's, really? a, it's an adhesive. Yeah. If you go on Amazon and just look up like led strip, uh, led tape, things of that nature, but you can, and, and people use those. I've seen makers make signs that light up and they use that and it's relatively inexpensive and that's a pretty good product, but it it's only really good for backlighting like a, a panel. Sure. Um, right. And, and my signs, they're not made that way. They're not made to have wires running through them. Um, you know, if I, I made the mistake, I guess, I think I'm going to call it a mistake of, of posting a few. I, I experimented with a few. Uh, there's a thing called a Norge ball, which is a, an old school plastic sign that they used to put on laundromats. But I made a, a handheld Norge ball. I'll send you the link. And it's all enclosed. There's a battery pack inside it. There's um, the LED lights and I'm holding it in my hand and it's lit up. It's one of my favorite pictures, but I'm holding this little lit up ball. And the response was, that's awesome. Are you going to light all your signs from here on? And I went, whoa, 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 wait a second. Wait, you know, cause then people were saying, well, can you make this one light up? Can you do this? And I got kind of inundated with, Hey, make these light up. And it's not as easy as it sounds because you know, like my Mel's, uh, Mel's drive-in sign that I just made the other day that had several hundred little teeny tiny two millimeter, um, faux bulbs, the little technique that I've, I've got, you know, it's like, how am I going to wire in a a strip that's three quarters of an inch wide? How am I going to wire eight little bulbs 
and then make it, you know, that's 10 inches tall. It's just, it's, it's practically impossible for me. Yeah. It's impossible for me. Um, so I worry that if I really pushed myself and, and figured out a way to, to light one sign, the expectation will be, well, he's just going to do that all. from now on. Yeah. And that's not what I want to do. That's, you yeah. know, that's not, um, I don't want the urge to be, uh, to take my sign that I've worked on for a week, week and a half to take it into a dark room and turn off the light and flip on a switch and let some, some cheap electronics get all the glory. Um, after I've put, you know, everything I can into making it look good, I don't want the rush to be to, um, to turn off the light and just let the, let the cheap, uh, EL wire glow. I would rather, um, I just rather not do it. And it's not really all that, that possible. I have a friend named Mike, um, who has really pushed EL wire, uh, to kind of the limit he's gotten gotten way better better at it than i have he's made some miniature signs but um even mike says yeah it, he's had signs just quit on him overnight and it's mm. like you know it's just it's not worth the risk to me and i'm and 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 if somebody gets really part of my language somebody gets really i've had a few people get really shitty with me about it yeah yeah saying trying to tell me how to do it my response is you know i've i've been um booked up for months and months and months uh making signs that don't light up at all i've got no shortage of of people wanting my signs that don't light up so i'm just going to keep doing what i'm doing because uh it's not broken <laughs> so you know <laughs> so that's that's kind of my it's kind of i get it's kind of a sore spot with me when people just say oh it's real easy you just need to do x it's like well i've i've done x y and z and it's not as easy as you say it is yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen uh, I've seen some wizard wizardry with lights, and I've tried it myself, and I can't do it. So I just, yeah. I mean, maybe maybe it's one of those things that I just need to spend more time on. But I've never really, I've kind of just like, eh, like it's not that important. But whatever. But yeah, um, yeah I, I if if it could be done, if I could do it, I would love to. But I just, I I don't, you know, like I said, I'm getting older. Um, I I. I enjoy doing what I'm doing now and sure. I don't really see the, the need to um, stick to what you enjoy. Exactly. Exactly. And my, 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 my goal has been to try to perfect the kind of the shadow look of, of real neon, you know, how neon it's raised up off the surface and it casts a shadow. I like, I like the daytime look of a neon sign just as much or more than the nighttime look. So my goal really is to try to capture that daytime look, the, sh the way the light um, passes under the neon and casts a, like an offset shadow. Mm -hmm. That's really that's really what I'm going for. I'm trying to go for kind of the daytime look. So, um, if let's say <laughs> if I wanted a book, I have a hotel and I'm like, hey, I want Christopher to make me a sign. I, I mean, you don't have to disclose this if you don't want to. What's kind of like what's kind of like the price range I'd be looking at to get a sign from you? Well, it it I don't normally uh, talk prices, but I I, I will because that's that's fair. It's a a fair question. Uh, I don't hide it. I, I, I don't throw it out there on my, I remember I've listened to a podcast that says, Oh, don't throw your, don't throw yeah. your prices out there. Um, well, I got, I got, I got, I got an opinion. I got a strong opinion about that stuff, but go, well, go continue, continue. Um, but it would depend on the sign itself. Uh, but right now, you know, kind of the, the, the bottom end of, 
of what I do is right around $500 for okay. the more um, kind of like the Disneyland signs, um, the circus liquor clown. I have a, a print o- up over my shoulder. You can kind of see, you can see yep. that the circus liquor clown, you know, those are $500 signs and, and they, they go up from there depending on the complexity, depending on the size. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there are some that are, that are quite a bit more. Um, I haven't cracked the, um, no, you know, I'll keep that one to myself. The range, the, 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 the upper <laughs> limit, <clears throat> the upper limit. Um, but sometimes what I've done, you know, I've, I've actually underpriced quite a few pieces, sure. but I, I view it as, um, like an investment in, in my, uh, in my, my, my process. I'm, I'm learning from these pieces like that, like the starlight sign that I, that I just made. I, I, I underpriced awesome. it by, thank you. I underpriced it by quite a bit, but it was a chance to kind of show off and say this, look, this is it was a chance to show off what I, what I can do and, you know, for me to also learn from it. So it was, um, it was a good investment. Basically I I charged what I would charge for like the pristine version. I charged for that, but then I went all out on, on aged and weathered. So that, that did pretty well on social media, didn't it? It is my best received work to date. I'm still getting reactions. I had a couple of people share it today who have rather large followings. Um, Yeah, that is, that is my, you know, I, I tend to work clean. um, And I remember, and, and I used to, I used to kind of be ashamed of that because I, I thought, oh, well, I'm doing this because I don't know how to weather. And then I remember Damien told me one time, he said, you know, I really like how clean you work. And suddenly Mm -hmm. that, that clean, uh, look became a badge of honor because someone who I look up to like Damien said, Hey, I, I dig that. I like that. And, um, so I kind of, because of Damien saying that I kind of embraced that look, but the, um, with the starlight, what was different about that is the, the gentleman who commissioned it, he owns a, an art gallery down in La Jolla, down in San Diego area. Um, he asked me about weathering it and, uh, basically he, he, got out of my way and let me do what I wanted to do with it. I was sure I would send him pictures. I'd say, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. And, and he, his most common response was, it looks great. Just do what you think is right. Yeah. And, um, and I think those are the best customers. When, well, and, and like you see this, this sign over my shoulder that I use a lot in my, as a backdrop, this route nine signs, this big hand painted sign. Yep. Um, that was a, a trade piece that I did with uh, his uh, Instagram account is the old 93. He does hand painted signs, but I gave him very loose guidelines. I said, I, I want a round sign with my logo. Um, I want it to be red and, and some blue. And I, I said, I want it to look like it's been outside a, a shop for 60, 70 years. I want it to look like something like if I had a sign shop in the forties or fifties, other than that, do you do, do what you do. And mm-hmm. he made this thing. And I, I, I stop and stare at it 10 times a day. I, that sign makes me feel like a badass. I feel like I'm actually, you know what I mean? It, it, it gives yeah. me, it, it, it makes me feel like I'm, I'm legit. Like I actually, yeah, I have a sign shop. Here's my, sure. here's my sign. Um, but that was, you know, you, you let the creative person be creative and, and good things happen. And that's what happened with the, the starlight. I, he gave me permission to, to go crazy. And I, and I gave myself permission to kind of push it a little bit. 
And I'm not going to ignore the response that it got because that is by far the most uh, positive response I've, I've had to a piece in, in two and a half years. It looks great, man. I, Thank you. Yeah, it caught, caught my eye, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. So yeah, I just, I just shipped it out. It's, it should be arriving uh, in its new home today. Really? Yeah. So um, I know with I know you said you, we talked about earlier off air uh, that you have a Glowforge. Um, yes. My dad, my dad has one, and uh, he I think he was he was an uh, he was an investor with them during their Kickstarter days. Oh, but cool. um, yeah, they. Um, I find because he's always like, yeah, you know, whatever you need for your home, your houses, and your buildings that you're making, just send over where you need. I'll cut it out for you. But I mm-hmm. I have I. I suck at built at doing shit on <laughs> doing the, 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 what is it like the, the illustrator or whatever Digital you're doing. Design. The, yeah. Like yeah. I'm terrible at that. Is that something, how long did it take you to kind of hone your skills with that thing? What's today's date? Cause I'm, I'm still working on it. Um, it's, I'm still trying to figure it out. To be honest, I don't, I don't use illustrator. Um, mm-hmm. I don't use fusion. I really, um, you know, if you ever see someone who who learned how to play guitar the wrong way, but they got good at it, you know, yeah. like they, um, how, you know, I mean, that might not be a great example, but um, just I kind of learned the wrong way, and I and I've I've, I've evolved a little bit, but um, really, I work. Um, I bought my vinyl cutter again. Going back to my jewelry work, I have a vinyl cutter. Um, is that like a cricket or whatever? It, it's a silhouette cameo is what I use. Oh, and, you know, okay. speaking of that, we and yes. girlfriend were just talking about the cameo last night and we were trying to be like, well, what's the difference between that and the cricket? You're, you're the guy to ask. So what, I, what's I, the uh, difference? Well, I, I do not know. I, I've never owned a cricket. I've never sure. really explored it. I just, I, I, I watched, sorry, my dog's right here. looks like he's about to, you okay, bud? I have to put him out real quick. You probably cut this part. Give me one second. Yeah, take your time. Take your time. Throwing up at my feet. I'll be right back. Okay, no come on. Out. Go. Okay, we're we're good until they start barking. Um, I really don't know the difference between the the cameo and the cricket. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe they do about the same thing. Um, interface and and software is probably different, um, but I, I really don't know the 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 inner workings of the cricket and really with the cameo, all I ever use it for the machine itself is I cut vinyl masking material, like my circus liquor clown, anything you see that has painted letters. I don't hand do that. It's, it's, um, it's like a stencil cut. Like if you I see, was going to um, ask you about this. Yes. Yeah. Like That's... if you see the, um, oh, just let me, here, I'll look on my phone. Uh, are you let's on my say, Instagram? Let's... Let's take, yeah. Let's take a look at your um your plaza your theater theater plaza like the, plaza the okay yeah yes. like the movie is that how you did the um the uh, oh geez I messed this up uh, is that yeah, how you did the the lettering on the front like Blade Runner and stuff no actually the only on that sign I'm looking at it right now it's a picture of me holding it the parts that were masked if you look at the vertical blue and yellow stripes you see um oh yeah behind yeah. the marquee. And then mm-hmm. there's some dark blue and light blue stripes that kind of fan out uh, the behind plaza. the word plaza. And then the yep. kind of Art Deco looking curves, that's all masked. That's all uh, the masks were cut on the, on the cameo. And I used it, I weed it out and then I use it as, it's basically cutting, it's like, like, like cutting your masking tape for you. Um, 
but the letters, the Blade Runner, um, those that's all laser cut acrylic. Oh really? That's, yeah, I use a um, I use a three M. I I hate liquid adhesives. Um, again, I have no depth perception, so like CA glue or anything like if I'm if I'm those little letters are, are less than a quarter inch tall, and if you're putting putting a, a drop of wet glue on it and you're pushing it down on the surface, you're gonna have squeeze out and it's gonna get sloppy. Um, again, so how, do, experience... how do you Go fix ahead. that problem? Because I have that problem. How do you how do you <laughs> fix it? I use a um, a sheet adhesive from uh, 3M. I buy it on Amazon. It's kind of pricey. It's about three dollars uh, a sheet. It's um, about a 12 inch square product. Um, okay. It is a uh, I believe it's a it's a double sided sheet adhesive. I what I do is okay. So for that that sign there, I will take a, a, a sheet of one sixteenth inch thick white acrylic. And I will okay. peel the protective paper off the front and back, and then I will apply this ad adhesive sheet. I'll remove the backing on it, and I will slap it on one side of the acrylic, and then I place that in the laser with the adhesive slide down. Yep. Okay. Okay. And then I cut it out. So when it when I'm done, like the little B in the word Blade Runner, it's like a little sticker. I pull the little protective sheet off, and I can stick that thing anywhere. So it, it yeah. is a um, it is that was like a game changer for me because again, without having any depth perception, um, things can go bad quickly and, and you don't want a lot of, uh, sloppy glue here. You know what I mean? So that, that's what has really allowed me to do like the real clean work on the marquees and things like that is there is no liquid involved at all. It is a, uh, it is like a double-sided adhesive. It is a, um, I'll tell you exactly what it is. Cause I, 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 I want to I want to talk like what Damien said about people asking about um, about techniques and things like that. I want I want people to I want I want to be a resource. I want people to learn how to do this kind of thing because I I think it's it's important. Um, it is a uh, if you go on Amazon, I don't mm -hmm. know if you're there, but if you type in, I'll tell you the let's see Gizmo Dorks. It's kind of a funny name, Gizmo Dorks D O R K S um, three M um yes oh, there's right gizmo dorks 3m 468 mp adhesive transfer tape yep that 13, is that is 13 bucks yep um yeah i there's a five pack for for 15 dollars. Yeah. yeah so it's it's three dollars a sheet um i have purchased that more times than i care to count i buy three i buy buy it 45 bucks at a time i buy 15 sheets at a time but that is what I use when you see like the real small neon just kind of hanging out on my signs. Um, yeah. Like if you look at the, uh, there's a recent sign called the, 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 let me, let me look at my feed here. It looks like the old holiday Inn sign. The, that's called the, the, the craziness. Well, actually just go to the Mel's sign. I did that one a few weeks ago. Uh, the Mel's drive-in sign. There's some neon that says, it says cocktails. <clears throat> Pardon me. Cocktails, um, celebrity bar. Oh. There's some there's some neon on the car hop. Do you see that that sign? Yeah, the Mel's one. Yes. If yeah, you look at awesome. like, thanks. If you look at like the little martini glasses, okay, that is a layer of 16th inch white acrylic, with mm -hmm. um, on top of a layer of 16th inch clear acrylic, and it has a layer of that adhesive between the two, and then the clear acrylic also has a layer of it 
and that's what adheres it to the sign. So Holy again, shit, dude. it's a lot of experimentation to get yeah. to that point. And see, and see, and this is <clears throat> this is the point of why you're spending five hundred bucks on the sign. You're spending five hundred dollars, you know, or whatever, you know, or whatever, up and up of the knowledge of you taking the, the two years it takes you to figure this stuff out. It's it's like that old story about the guy who's got a got a machine in his factory that doesn't work, and he calls a repairman, and he walks up and he hits it with a hammer, and the machine starts working, and he hands him a bill for a thousand dollars, and the guy says. What do you mean? You just walked up and hit it with a hammer. He said, well, that only cost $10, but uh, knowing where to hit it costs $990. You know, that's, right, that's right. you know, it's, it's that experience. It's learning. It is, you know, I, I put more time into experiments than I actually do like making, at least early on, more time into experimenting than I do um, actually making the sign. Learning yeah. like like I'm making one right now. I'm making a, a Thunderbird Motel um, it's a sign out of Savannah, Georgia, for a local friend, and I don't know exactly how I'm going to do the letters yet. I'm going to I know I can do the body. I've got that figured out. I've already got the the body made, but the letters are going to require some experimentation. I I know I can see them and I know that I can get to that point, but I'm going to have to sit down and probably spend a day making different samples. Um, doing the little test pieces till I get the look of that exactly right. And then I can go on and go on and, and make the rest of the letter. So I, I do a lot of experimentation and, and every sign is different. Um, you know, the, the channel letters on one side are not the same as on another. So every sign that I make, I have to experiment. And, and every time I experiment, I learn a new formula for, for later on down the road that I might have to pull up and, sure. and refer what? to. What'd you do with your Disney signs? Did you give them to Disney or what'd you do with those? Well, I've, I've made Disney. Um, I haven't given any Disney signs to Disney. Um, I've made like four different, four or five different types of, I, I've made the, the original Disneyland sign. I've made variations on it because it changed over the years. And then they totally replaced it in the eighties. Pardon me. I'm real. I'm drying out here. <clears throat> I don't have a cough button. Um, but those are all, have all been commissioned. I made one for myself that I took down to Disneyland, um, on my, I have the same birthday as Disneyland, July 17th. Oh, really? And, um, in 2019, I, I made a sign specifically to take down to Disneyland to take to the site of the original sign, which is on Harbor Boulevard, um, kind of near where the California Adventure Park is now, but I, I know exactly where the old sign used to sit. So I made my version of it and I took it there. That's one of the things I like to do. I like to like to bring kind of bring things back. Um, other than that, every every Disney sign that I've made has been a, a commission. I've made I make the actual Disneyland sign. There's like four different versions. I've made those. I've made the it's a small world sign. And um, there's a Cars Land sign that I just, I'm sorry, the Cozy Cone Motel sign from, from Cars Land. I made that. Um, actually, there's a lady up in Davis who owns the Small World and the Car, uh, Cozy Cone sign are both hers. They're in her little Disney collection. I would love to make signs um, and sell them like in the Wonderground Gallery of downtown Disney if the world ever starts functioning again. But we'll see. Yeah, yeah we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> waiting for that right what what do you use for your uh the, the neon part what is what is is that just acrylic with spray, when you spray paint it white or something yeah i i i tend to work with only 
with um, either clear acrylic or white acrylic. That's because when you go getting into trying to buy colored acrylic, um, you're going to spend a whole lot of money. And the the look of colored acrylic isn't what I'm, I'm shooting for. Unless, sometimes I'll leave the white white as it is, or I'll leave the clear clear. But most of the time, yeah, I'm, I'm painting it. I, I've Again, I, I spent a lot of money experimenting with um, different types of spray paints, and I've landed on a, a product. Uh, I use Montana 94 and Montana, nine, uh, Montana Black. Those are the spray paints that I use, and, and I like them because they, they have a matte finish, and matte finish is good for, um, like Adam Savage says, hiding crimes. Like, you know, like if you have a, you, you, um, if you have a glossy finish, it needs to be pristine, Mm -hmm. Uh, But if you have a matte finish, it can, it'll, it'll kind of, it's a little more forgiving. So, um, but yeah, so if you see, if you see um, like a red neon, um, like on my starlight sign, the most recent piece that I finished in the starlight letters, the neon is red. That's laser cut acrylic um, that has been painted red and it has that three M adhesive on the back and it sits down inside that channel. And that's again just a lot of experimentation. Yeah, I'm just flipping through your Instagram, looking at all your different sure. signs. Man, you have a man, you have a <laughs> lot. Like, holy Thanks. smokes, man! This guy, I'm flipping through. I've probably seen 60 different versions of things. Like, just scrolling through here. But, um, what's your uh, what's what's been your favorite one? You think you've worked on? Honestly, um, it's the, in, the people listening can't see it, but it, it's right here. You see this this Astro Motel sign? Oh, sure. You see that? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, that is my uh, the Starlight is my uh, is my best work, but mm-hmm. the Astro Motel behind me is is my favorite, mm-hmm. um, and that is because that is the the very first sign that I really fell in love with. It's a local sign <clears throat> that came down in 2015. Um, if actually, if you look, I'm, I'm, there's a, there's a little kind of a crude painting of it right here as well yes. over my shoulder. Mm-hmm. I painted that about 10 years ago. So my infatuation with that sign has, has been ongoing for a while, but that sign came down in 2015. They, they moved the freeway over for the high speed rail project and they, and they tore that, that hotel down. And when that sign disappeared, it, it was, you know, I still, five years later, I drive by and I know right exactly where it sat and it, and it and it makes me sad that it was gone. But um, the reason that's my favorite build, I think that was the, was the question. Um, early in 2019, I was invited by a friend, a guy that I just had just met on Instagram. There was a, a neon conference in San Francisco called Neon Speaks. And I was still very new to making signs at this time. And this guy said, hey, you should come up and go to this, this event. And so I, I told my wife, I'm, I want to go. I, I don't know anybody who's going to be there. I don't know if it's for me, but I think I should go. And I went to this event and I saw all these people speaking um, uh, just about neon signs, about preservation, restoration. And, and I met in person a couple of people who have become like some of my best friends in real life, people that I, I've spent, I spent quite a bit of time with over the course of the next year uh, of, of 2019. Um, so I, I got to actually get out and meet people and I got to go to this conference and I was just blown away by one, by how uh, how many people like love these signs. It's like their life's work. These are actual neon benders. And, and 
and how just how neat it was to hear these stories about these people, <clears throat> these people and their relationships with these signs and preservation. And the reason this sign behind me, I'll get to the point, is is so special is um, I was asked to be a presenter at this year's conference. I went I went in 2019 as a nobody who didn't know anybody, and a year later the the people who put on uh, the the program in San Francisco it was virtual because of COVID, but they asked me if I wanted to present, mm -hmm. and I was just just to have um, <clears throat> to be asked to do that was such an honor that I I thought you know the the only right the right thing to do is to bring back the Astro Motel and film it and have that be my presentation, have that be my contribution and my kind of like thank you to them for asking me to be a part of their conference. So I did a whole, about a 10 minute long YouTube video, filmed every aspect of this build and then I was able to present it virtually. Um, and there were a lot of people, a lot of my friends, um, um, getting choked up. Uh -huh. A lot of people that I miss. Yeah. Um, but they were there. Sure. And they got to see it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Damn it. Um, They're good memories, man. They're good memories. They are. And, and so I was getting choked up when I was making it. Yeah. Not only... Um, Gotta get it together. Take your time, man. Not right. only I because I was bringing bringing back my favorite sign, mm -hmm. but it was kind of a like a just a thank you to the sure. the sign community, to mm -hmm. the people who put on the event, to all the people who have um, spent money on my signs, who have commented on my signs. It was. Um, I wanted to do, I just wanted to do something special. Yeah. And I did. And, yeah. um, you know, so if anybody doubts <laughs> what an impact signs can have on people, God damn it. Um, you know, it's, it has changed me. It's changed. I've gone from being isolated, being um, really not having any friends, not being able to do anything, to now I have this whole community of wonderful people who I miss. And that's why I'm yeah. getting choked up because I haven't seen them. I'm usually pretty antisocial, but maybe it's because I, it, I wasn't with the right people. I found my people now and I miss them, but it's... You know, so so it's more than just miniatures and signs and laser cutters and, and all of that. There's a whole um, there's a there's a whole other universe around it for me. Sure. Um, but that is my favorite piece because I wanted to um, I wanted to bring back my favorite sign and and present it to my favorite people. And um, so that's that's why that one is is such a, a meaningful piece for me. I think. And when you tell Sorry. that story, um, Chris, I think I, I, I understand because it's like as an introvert myself, I don't really go out a lot. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have my like high school friends and stuff, but when you finally find something that you're good at, 
and then people appreciate it and you get involved in the community that kind of does the same thing. I mean, it's like, it's, it's, it's a whole fucking new world, man. Right. right. And, right. and you're just, and it's like, you feel accepted. You yeah. feel like part of the gang and there's right. these other people who think it's, it's absolutely awesome. And it's the same thing with my work. You know, I mean, people, I meet you. I've right. never fucking would have talked to you ever before. And it's, right. it's, right. yeah. So you I, know, I, I understand I, where you're coming from. It, it, it's crazy because like when I first started, um, the, the people that I was getting to know were like the sign nerds. Um, and now, you know, like in, and as I moved on, I've, I've got, I've befriended a lot of makers. There are a lot of, uh, a lot of people in the maker community um, and they're, they're not miniature sign makers. They're, they're welders, they're blacksmiths, they're woodworkers. Um, there's a guy named Jimmy DeResta who has, he's like the godfather of YouTube makers. Um, I met Jimmy at Maker Fair uh, a year and a half ago and I, I, I barely expected to maybe take a selfie with him and I wound up hanging out with him for a couple hours. This guy's like my, my, my hero and he wound up being as nice as you could, you could ever want somebody to be. And, um, and so I, uh, shit, where I, I lost my train of thought. Um, but it's just, it, oh, so, so, you know, I've, I've gotten real close with, with, with the sign nerds and in the, the, and I mean that in the best way possible, um, yeah, and, the, and the makers, and now I'm meeting these other artists, but there are so many people who have just been so, um, positive, such it has been such a, a positive um, thing in my life, you know, I, I can't help but get a, a emotional about it. And, and people like, like Damien, who, who've been there since before day one, I was still making jewelry when I, when I, I crossed paths with, with, with Damien. Um, you know, it has really, it's just, it's really changed the, the, the trajectory of, um, I'm not going to say the trajectory of my life, but it has changed the trajectory of, of like my happiness. I, I feel fulfilled. I've, I have, I found, not only have I found my, my community, I found my communities. I've, I've, I found artists, I found makers, I found sign people that are all sure. just, you know, it, it's, oh, I like, um, it, it's, 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 it's surreal, but, um, my wife and I were watching the, we watched the new episode of the Simpsons, uh, last night. And while the credits were running, I'm pausing it and I'm saying, that's my friend, Mike, that's my friend Sam. These are guys who who actually work on The Simpsons. Who, you know, one of them's a, uh, he does color on The Simpsons. One designs characters on The Simpsons. These are people that I that I we got Christmas cards from this year. And really, and it, it's crazy. You know, I I made a sign um, through his brother, but um, for comedian Patton Oswalt, I made a sign for Patton at the beginning of last year. Um, the lead singer for a group, the Ataris. Um, from you know the the band the Ataris he he someone tagged him in one of my signs that was on one of their album covers and then he shared my work and he reached out and wants me to make a sign and it's just those like, guys could, those guys pop up on my uh, on my uh, my playlist sometimes the Atari yeah, I don't I, I right. can't think if there's their music but I, I know the name though yeah know you know name, they, yeah. they they remade the uh, the Boys of Summer the Don Henley song that was kind of like their big they did a cover of it that was their big hit but they're it's a really good band and I actually saw them uh, a couple years ago. So it's kind of surreal. This guy that I saw playing at a club a few years ago saying, Hey, when I go back on tour, here's this stardust sign from Marfa, Texas. That's on my, on an album that's coming up. I want you to make that for me. And it's just like, yeah. shit, I'm just, I'm just a dude sitting here at the house trying to keep the dogs quiet and <laughs> keep my son happy, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and all of this, this stuff is just, just happening. You know, it's, it's, yeah. and it's all just, 
it all comes back to to signs you know it's that's the the root of everything is a is a is a little neon sign (laughs) yeah yeah it's pretty cool though it's, it's it's oh it's it's great i um you know, I, I never thought when I when I first started that, that it would be anything like it is. But, uh, uh, um, you know, they say good things happen to good people. I, I like to think I'm a good person. I'm a bit of an I can be a bit of an asshole to people yeah. who deserve it, to people who deserve all, it. But um, we all can't be. <laughs> yeah, especially nowadays. But, um, you know, I'm just I'm I'm very I'm very lucky. I'm lucky that my my you know, my wife. uh puts up with the mess that messes that I make. Um, you know, is she's it, very mean, understanding. She sees what a positive it is for me. Yeah. Um, I mean, having an, uh, like my, my, uh, my old lady, she's, um, you know, it, if she wasn't as supportive as she is like this, I, you know what I mean? Like they're, they're half the battle right there. If they're right. in the, if they're in it, it makes, right. it makes it all come together. Right. Right. You know, right. And, and, and she is, and I've actually, that's good. one of the, one of the, you know, I see a lot of guys who have maker spaces or they have like their, their workshop that's completely separated from their house. It's compartmentalized, but the dynamics of our household is someone has to be watching our, our son at all times. He is, he has severe autism. He has epilepsy. Knock on wood, his seizures have, have subsided for the last couple of years, but he, um, he needs supervision. He needs help literally with everything. And so I do a lot of my work out in the open. Um, I used to work at our old kitchen table uh, that was all beat up. And it, because I, I, it was an old family table that I, it had solder marks on it from when I was trying to solder, like in fifth grade, it had like burn marks. Um, finally handed that table off and we have a new kitchen table. So I try not to work at that table too much because I don't want to screw it up. But yeah. like this area here behind me, is a recent setup, but it, you literally walk by this um, to get you know through the house. Uh, I have a, we have a spare bedroom that I have I've commandeered the whole time we've been in this house, and it has my laser and three D printer and everything. But I do a lot of my work right out here in the open, and and you know, thankfully she she uh, is understanding and she she knows what a a positive thing this is for me. She sees that you know that I. I have friends and I have a creative outlet and, and I, I don't mind getting up at 2 AM with our son when he wakes up because I'll, I'll, I'll sit at, at the, at the computer and, you know, I got one eye on him, he's doing his thing and I'm, and I'm designing a sign or I'm researching or I'm experimenting. So it, it's, I'm very lucky that I'm, that I'm, I'm free to, uh, to create and experiment. Cause if, you know, if she didn't want me to do it, I, I wouldn't be able to because yeah. Right. Um, that's just that's just the way it goes. But I'm that's, I'm the, very, that's I'm very nature of the business. It is. It is. Yeah. Does your um does your uh is your son able to uh, dive in at all with you or? No, he's he's very severe. He has um, you know, he has uh, what they call intellectual disability as well. He is mm-hmm. uh, he's nonverbal. Um, he's got a few words that that he can use. I I'm I'm pretty good at decoding what he wants. Yeah. Uh, you know, but sometimes we, we can't figure it out, but no, he's, he, um, he struggles. He has global, um, deficits like, uh, like, like cutting, like with scissors, cutting paper, you know, he, he functions honestly, you know, he, he's like a 14 year old toddler in a lot of ways. Um, he does not understand danger. He doesn't understand COVID. He doesn't understand masks. Uh, 
he doesn't understand why we can't just at two in the morning go get McDonald's. You know what I mean? It's like it's um, he is he and and this isn't a knock on him, but he is he is very very self centered. Um, he he lacks the ability to like to empathize. Um, and 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 when I say he's very self centered, again, that's not a knock. That is just autism. That is the way. That is the way um, spectrum disorder goes. And um, so, no, he is not able to um, to help really in in any way. But the fact that I am up with him and I'm home with him uh, is what really allows me to do what I do. So it's it's kind of a weird reverse. Um, it's making making um, it's making lemons from lemonade. You know, it's kind of like a reverse. It's kind of a reverse thing. Um, we're uh, we're lucky that he's he's not worse. Um, there are a lot of things that could be a lot worse. I have friends with kids with special needs who who have a lot of uh, a lot of other health issues, and he's generally he's a pretty healthy boy. Um, really good. He just has has a lot of uh, a lot of issues with again with autism and and and, and understanding and verbalizing, but um, could always be worse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I hear you, man. It's, I'd like to, I mean, I have two sons. One's about your son's age. One's a little younger and I'm, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm for, I'm fortunate enough. They're, uh, they're just, they're, they're, you know, healthy, good kids. I'm, I'm yeah. I lucked out in that boat, but, um, don't, don't ever take it for granted, man. Don't ever oh, take it for granted. Yeah, absolutely not. Um, okay. Well, we're hitting our hour here, Chris, but let's, uh, let's close <laughs> our, no, no, we're good. We're good. It's been great, man. Let's, uh, let's close her out. Let's say if your average guy wants to be like, you know, I'm loving what Chris does. I want to get involved. I want to do what he does. Because, you know, honestly, I've tried what you've done. Actually, I haven't had one of my first Instagram pictures is me. I built a sign and I put like these little LED Christmas lights in them to light uh -huh. it up. Uh, right. Where where should is there is there ways to do this without having I mean, Glowforge is can be kind of they're kind of expensive. So is there a way yes. that somebody could do this without needing that? What what would be your tips? Um well, you know, talking when you were when you were talking with Damien a few weeks ago, um, you know, like Damien, he said, it's, I don't I don't want to use trash in like a per, per, uh, in a pejorative way, I guess. But use what you've got. You, sure. you know, like you know, like Damien, he's got he's got paper. He's got he's got glue and he's got his his Stephen. He's got his Ulfa knife. Um you know, I don't know if you follow Adam Savage or not a whole lot, but that's how he bit. got started. He start, got started making things out of cardboard. Um, yep. Use whatever you what you know whatever whatever you got. Just because you are using a piece of, of of cardboard that you picked out of the trash, doesn't mean that what you make is trash. Um, do well, you know that Damien proves that he he proves that every single yeah. piece that he makes now. If that isn't for you, at least you've tried it and now you know and you can try something else. But, um, you know, I'm, I, I, I don't know because I, I don't really um, – it's one of those things where I already had those tools to be – I had the tools because I was making the jewelry. So I, I don't know what it's like to try and really do it without those tools. So I might yeah, – right. you know, Damien might have been the better person to ask that question. But um, – I think it's 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 more important that you do it. Sure. Um, that's more important than how you do it. It's just you, you got to experiment. You've you've got to iterate. You've got to um, 
you'll never know how how bad you are at something until you try it and you'll never know how good you'll be at something unless you 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 keep it up so um just the, the thing is is to make something um be okay with failing um mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be perfect it won't be perfect i look at the i look at my first piece versus my most recent piece and it, it's night and day um but there's still a lot of there's room for improvement um just so grab a grab a knife grab you know when i was when i was a kid i was um i, I would you know i'd make off with all the toothpicks and i yeah. would make things out of just wood glue and toothpicks and i remember i tried to make the golden gate bridge out of wood out of <laughs> toothpicks and go? this is you know i I'm a, I'm a child of the 70s and 80s there was no internet i just kind of had a, a rough idea of what the golden gate bridge looked like and i i just, you know, I looked in the encyclopedia and I went for it and it looked terrible and it didn't stand up, but I, <laughs> but I learned a lot yeah, and I, right. you know, I still, whenever I I'm gluing something up today, I think about making the little things out of toothpicks and popsicle sticks that I used to make, you know, where you just kind of stack them over and over until you you've made a column and now you can put pins in it or whatever. Um, just the most, it's not so much what you make. It's just, just doing it. Just get out yeah. there and, and do it. And just, and like, like Jimmy Duresta, the, the maker that I, that I've talked about, um, you go to school on it. it it's not going to be perfect the first time. It shouldn't be perfect the first time. There should be room for growth. You should, you know, make something and then make yourself a list and say, you know what, I'm going to make it again, but there are three things that I'm going to improve. And then when you make it the next time, you know, you, you incorporate those three changes, those three things that you want to make. And then next thing you know, you know, you're, you're making a starlight sign um, that that's going to be sitting in someone's art gallery in, in La Jolla, you know, um, yeah, what's, what's the, what's the saying? Like it took me 10 years to become an overnight success. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. The, and, saying? you know, and, and another thing, I don't know if you're familiar with the band. Okay. Go. This is kind of like my theory. Uh, the guys that did the treadmill video, I, I'm, I, you probably have seen the, they did the dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, they they do real elaborate music videos. But what they do is they basically is they they push their process um, as far as they push it kind of until it breaks. Mm-hmm. They they're trying say they're trying to do X and they they get it to the point where they've they got such a, a razor thin margin of error that now that, that it's failing all the time. Well, they back it up just slightly until it falls back into the realm of possible and that's where they and that's where they work like with their they did a rube goldberg a music video with this gigantic two-story warehouse it's just one big rube goldberg machine um but i i try to follow that that mantra i try to work right on the edge of what is possible um and a lot of times i experiment and my experiments fail but i learn from those experiments and i dial it back until it just crosses over into this works. This is what I'm going yep. to do. Like, like my Mel sign and the starlight sign, I was working right on the edge of, of my capability level. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and that line moves the, in, the line of what's possible and impossible that line moves, but you know, just, just push yourself. If you made something simple out of, out of, out of popsicle sticks, make something a little more complex next time. You know, make make something that's going to fall over and break and then figure out why it fell over and break and then build it again so that it doesn't fall over and break. You know, yeah. um, just keep getting better. Just just keep yeah. making and, 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 it, and it'll happen. 
Um, I'm not, I don't have any professional training. I don't have any graphic design training, nothing. I've, I'm just an experimenter. Well, who, you're, who uh, you're, you're, when it comes to making miniature signs, you're the goat, man. Well, you're, thank, you're the... thank you. I, 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 I appreciate that. I, I don't, I don't, you know, you know, what's funny is, is, um, is I, I, I'm kind of antisocial and I don't like, I don't like crowded environments and I don't like crowded, uh, like artistic environments. And so I, mm -hmm. that's why I don't, I don't do a lot of the typical miniature things because there are so many people out there who are doing things so much better than I ever will. Like Damien with the paper and like, like with your stuff, I'm never going to be that. So I kind of like carved out my own little niche. It's like, you know what? I'll, I'll be the, I'll be the ruler of my little kingdom, yeah. you know, or, and, but I want, I want other people, I want other people to do what I'm doing. So I, I've been trying to share what I know with, with people because, um, I, I think the more people that are doing, especially specifically to signs, um, the, the more people who are making little signs like I do, you're going to create more fans of signs. You're going to create more awareness, which is going to create more um, advocacy and and preservation of these signs that that I love and that a lot of people love. So, um, well, someone yeah. someone said on. Um... I think it was Reddit on the model makers subreddit. Someone posted a picture of some guy, some guy did a, a model of like some historical, like Indian building or something. Uh -huh. And, and what, like the top comment, this guy kind of gave a pers perspective of like model making is more than, an, it, well, it's art, but it's important because, and this includes you, I think really is directed to you, but like it preserves history in a way that you can still see it. If, if that, thing goes away if that building gets knocked down right. we have something more than just a picture to look back right. at that piece of artifact or a you know the, the exactly the um and and there's a couple people <clears throat> if i can take a moment there's a couple people that i want to mention but like my astro motel sign mm -hmm. it exists again it, it's in a smaller form but it's right over here right over my shoulder and i have yeah, another exactly, little yeah, one exactly. in the hallway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but i have a friend um, named kieran he's his instagram is small scale la uh, mm -hmm. who's someone you might want to have on, on the show. He's, um, he's a uh, transplant. He's from New Zealand, but he's been working in LA and he's made like the, the tail of the pup, which is, has been gone for a while. The, the hot, the famous hot dog stand in LA, he made a miniature version of that. Um, yeah. Small scale LA. You have yeah. I'm looking at him right now. Yeah. Pretty cool. That's Kieran. Uh, sweetheart of a guy. He's someone who, um, I've, I've met, I haven't met in person again, stupid COVID, but he's someone who I, I can't wait to meet in person. Um, we've bonded over signs. We've bonded over quite a few things. But um, like the uh, the new Beverly Cinema he's made, just amazing. Um, the Morgan Camera in L.A., it, it has now been graffitied over and, and tagged up. And, you know, I, I love graffiti uh, as well. I, it's it's art. But, you know, they, they defaced the, the Morgan Camera building. But it exists again because he's brought it back to life. Um, another artist, and her, she goes by CC Devere on Instagram. She does a lot of old lost uh, Los Angeles stuff. Um, you know, there's there's a group of people who are keeping the memories of these places alive in in physical form. They're bringing this stuff back, and um, I think that's that's important because you know signs in these buildings. They connect people. There's uh, they connect you to a place and a time, and you know it's um, they're 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 kind of like uh, they're they're historians in 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 a real sense. They're bringing these 
objects and these places back to life, you know, um, and we're losing every day. We lose these, these icons of neighborhoods, you know, um, the starlight drive-in that, that I just made, I had people reach out who, um, who wrote a book about the history of the town of, of El Monte where, where, where it is. And, and there's an artist who used the starlight on the cover of that book. And I just ordered it, but they wrote a book about, 300 years of the history of that particular area of the LA basin. And they use the, the starlight drive-in sign as the cover for their book. So these, you know, these signs in these buildings are, they are touchstones. They are, they are, um, I, you know, I value these as much as, as I do like the Washington monument or the Lincoln Memorial, you know, like these, these, mm -hmm. these landmarks, um, they're important. They're, they're cultural, icons of communities they are they are symbols of pride like starlight you know it's it's now a, a swap meet uh sign it used to be a drive-in now it's a swap meet sign but swap meets are a cultural they're culturally important in these cities you know these neighborhoods um you know it, it it's it's a meeting place you, you go there there's people who are reaching out to me and say i used to go there to the swap meet when i was a kid in the 70s thank you for building this and i you know there's um there's just so much in, in architecture and signage that I think goes un, unappreciated as far as, um, as, you know, being parts of culture and, and history. Um, yeah. they're, they're very important to the neighborhoods in which they exist. And, and I, myself, me and, and Kieran and Cece DeVere, we're, we're trying to honor the, the legacy of, not only the people who made those buildings and those signs, but the, the, the neighborhood and the culture that built up or that, that has existed around those pieces for all these years. Well said, my friend. Well said. Thanks. It was a, uh, it was a uh, pleasure having you on, Chris. I, I appreciate I, it, man. I tend to ramble. I'm sorry about that. No, you're all right. You're all right, man. I'm glad. <laughs> I, no, no. I, I agree with everything you just said, and it's very important. You know, it's, uh, you know, what you do and what everybody else, do, you know, I, I, fucking miniature artists, man, they blow me away. And it's, uh, yeah. it's something I'm really glad I got into because it's, uh, you know, it's, um, I don't know. I can, I can start blabbing, but. I'm, I'm just glad. I'm just glad I regained my composure after talking about all my sign friends that I haven't seen in a year. No, I understand. Man. <laughs> I understand. I've, I like. I've barely seen my dad like this last oh, year. Like yeah. we see each other like once a month. Now it's like once every four months, and it's like brief yeah. with a with a yeah. mask on. It fucking sucks. But yeah, uh, you one know, of these days. It is what one it is. of these days, man. One of these days. But yeah, hopefully, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully the vaccine does something. Oh, shit, who knows? But anyways, right. all right, brother. It was a pleasure having you on. Thank you, sir. Hopefully I enjoyed we'll, it. Yeah, we'll do it again, all right? All right, thank you. All right.